And then here again. Whenever they went to the Caribbean in the club, they would just play that stupid Holger Egyptian Nicki Minaj. Oh, every yeah, yeah. time. It's a song. No, it is a song. At the time, it was a song. But every day, I'm hearing <laughs> cigarettes. Like, listen, every time. Every time. Listen. 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 Eviction. Maybe it was just a short. I was supposed to. I, I don't feel. I never really got into Schoolboy and Rico's mixtapes. Who? I've never really got into Rico and Schoolboy's recent projects. Oh, Schoolboy, not. I'm no, not mean like I didn't like them. I mean, I, just, I don't have the motivation to really get through. But it you really love Schoolboy. I don't. I, something about this whole era is just off. Yeah, to me. yeah. Like, that's how I play. feel. I feel like the whole West Coast. Because it's not a bad album. West Coast is just like. Yeah, they're just fucking it up right now. YG him. I don't know what is. But Schoolboy's album isn't bad though. No, but it's Com- just, but compared to yeah. what yeah. I know, he's capable it's just the average. Of, it's a very project, average album. Yeah. Whereas Rico's album, I feel like I've just not been in the mood to take it in properly. Mm. Like because when I listen to it, like it slaps, but I've just not been. It's a different vibe. It's a different vibe yes. to the other one. Yeah, but Kenny's great. Her and Kenny are oh big T's is a mood. Mood yeah. is great. Yeah, I love sellout. Mm. But I just, the reason why I was supposed to talk about them, but I just felt like I haven't really taken them in. Mm. So I don't know enough to speak about them. It's a collective too. I just never, and I do like their albums really good too. But I just mm. never really, I don't know why. But Ari, even though it's only come out a few days ago, I feel like I've really. Instant replay value. Instant. Yes. Like you didn't have to get into it. You didn't have to sit I'm with it. in new apartment. If BMO isn't a single. Ciao. If it, it that I mean, it's there. It's but the there. Thing is, it's, that her, is the single. With, with her though, is she gonna have a hit? Is she? She's not gonna. I don't know. She, but if there's any single, if the, yeah, anything can happen. If there's any chance of a, a hit, that's that. Any chance of a hit, this that. I think Broke could be a single too. I if think, there's any chance, I think Broke could be. Our play needs to be pushed actually as like an urban AC mm. single. Like for the oh yeah yeah there's there's definitely single options for later but the hit is that yeah yeah and yeah and everyone is and playing I it think, the streams are probably high I think right BMO now. and Broke are the the ones the ones yeah but I'll play it could be an urban AC for the uncles mm. adult R and B charts that's that's a hit waiting to happen uh, what else is on the album um, that could be Ari's brilliant man. No, but I knew. But you knew it was going to be good, though. No, but I didn't know if she'd give me that. Like you can't, you can't hit me with a good instant out. Like just her solid. EP was the same though. Her EP was very solid. No, it was, but the album just. You know when you're meant to mm. get to the higher level, yeah. she did that. She did everything yeah. I needed. An artist never usually does everything I need them to do, and she just did that. So I'm just like shit. Like she really. Do you think every song is a winner? Pardon? Do you think every song is a winner? I have. There's no. I could have done without Shea Butter. Baby, I could have done without. I liked where it fit on the album, though. I think very, like, sonically, the album is very well sequenced. Yes. Very well sequenced, yeah, yeah, yeah. very well picked. Um, but I could have done without that song. There's no fillers for me. Honestly, there's no fillers for me. There's no songs that I'm like, oh, they just, you know, you didn't work That's hard that I- night in the studio. <laughs> <and you> just- 
dashed out on the album, you know? I feel like we're about to about a baby, though. But that's one song. If you're saying one song, literally, come on. That's, and that's even, calm, and even straight FaceTime, win. FaceTime and Stack, I feel like they need to grow on me. And those, ironically, are the ones J. Cole produced. And I'm just like, mm. Anyone else think J.I.D. sounded like um, Anderson Pack? I thought that too. Mm. I agree. I actually thought it was him until I had to look at the credits. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I had to look, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was kind of like, who's this feature? Because Anderson Pack's pretty... always in her comments on Instagram. So I thought, oh, right, maybe they work together. Yeah. Yeah, I but, thought that. Yeah, thought... Dreamville has shocked me with the caliber of talent that they have, like in terms of mainstream yeah. appeal. There's, there's a mainstream appeal now. But like, will it be a mainstream success? Because Bass didn't bang. Completely. Oh, I'm not talking about him. He's not a chance of mainstream he's talented but so? no he don't, he, don't have, he hasn't got oh, there. i love him i love him i, think he's I love great. him he's great but he doesn't have every that. every project he's put out cause no great. like it's jid and ari really for me like i haven't listened to jid parties. so i can't comment on him i haven't listened to mr his he put an album out recently yeah I, i'm only familiar with bass ari and omen mm-hmm. i don't know about the others but could ari be the cool. scissor of of dreamville could she is Scissor the Scissor of Scissor? I preferred Scissor's... I mean, I preferred Ari's debut to no, but Scissor is by far. I mean by she's like... She's the big theme... She's the R&B success of TDE. Mm-hmm. And she's actually like... Outside of TDE, she's actually a successful... Yeah, 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 yeah. She broke through in areas I yeah. did not see for she's her. She, she, uh, deep, she's probably... She had the biggest breakthrough for a new R&B artist... For a new female since mm-hmm. Carrie Olsen. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, wow. Think about it, in between Kerry Hilson and Scissor's Scissor, mainstream now. Who, did, who, who was the last big new female R and B artist? Yeah, not seven. It wasn't Tinashe. Mm. The moment where I really knew Ari, um, not Ari, um, Scissor had arrived was when I saw her at Met Gala. I was like, yep. oh, okay, here's where here's where we are. You're in the same conversation. Performing at the Grammys. Yeah. Um, the songs that won't even sing. Like the weekend was gold before she mm. even releases a single. As soon as she merged with RCA, I was like, okay, yeah, something may so, happen. Yeah. There's a movement that's different. And the shows she plays now. Yeah. The level and the venue she performs. At. I mean, mm. But yeah, I preferred Ari's de- debut to Scissors, to be fair. By far. By far. Yeah. By far. Yes. I'll say yes. Yes. <laughs> points to make on that. And also people are now wondering, like, how is this going to work with her? alleged new album coming out this year and sis is about to quit music like so that's, we that's, all know she's sh- like we all know that's happening <laughs> keep it for the episode and then no we one have, gives a shit no i want i want new music from her i don't really care for the musical reality to be honest it has hit to be fair i really have, I have lost it. interest in don't really you care not, no, yeah because she's not been around no but i really don't care for i'd her. like a song here and there but like no, but if she had a fire album tomorrow yeah but the fire album which she can't perform this is what i'm never, saying she never no but this is what i'm saying never been a good that's what pisses me off she never tries to get into that bag because i feel like if she tried she would get she would tr- get somewhere you know i mean vocally we know you know duh, duh. but like she's a caribbean girl <laughs> we've got a waist let's try and she has no, she use can't, it she can't you know but she can't but my thing with her is where have you been yeah. awful video dance wise <sighs> awful and that stupid that song's a banger and that stupid sis, I'll say this on the mic too that stupid performance that everyone keeps reminding of the Caribbean medley was disgustingly thank you, thank awful you, thank you. it's that, that trash was a performance. awful, awful. performance so if Car- and Spice yeah. Yeah, if yeah. Spice was to sit down and watch that she would be like that's awful no, I mean love Rihanna but it's shit mm. it's shit like, Real Caribbeans know okay like, no. I'm Caribbean and it was trash <laughs> Real Nigerians know as well <laughs> more people with coordination but my point, my point no. is she makes good albums I wouldn't be opposed to another one 
Will I ever see her perform? No. And let me tell you this. Everyone fighting for that stupid album to have got the Grammy? No. Which yeah. Anti? Yeah. Anti. Like, no, Anti, everyone hyping it up like it was the... the anti like, No, but everyone was calling it this modern R&B. No, like, no. I'm just like... It, it was, was a good album. No, no, no. But she did do a lot of, like, alternative R&B on that album. It but it was the, strategic. It, it was very strategic no, as well. I, I feel, it was very like strategic. What do you mean? I feel, and that album rollout was disgustingly terrible. I don't strategic. She's an artist. That's the point. No, but Rihanna... No, but Rihanna, Rihanna moving into that lane, I felt like was because of the time and the people around her. So like the likes of Frank Ocean, the likes of Miguel, the likes of the alternative art of the weekend, the likes of the alternative R&B scene moving. I feel like she- She'd got, she done she just like, like that before like, though. Mm, Radar. Like, no, but Radar. I feel like- but I, Okay, but I feel like the whole package of it was like, done to accommodate that trajectory. She was like looking for hits. So remember she did that four or five seconds. She was testing <laughs> things out. It just didn't go good. Yeah, All them American stupid oxygen, singles. Anyone? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Them stupid ass singles. Did she perform that on the X Factor? That Those video stupid was sick though. American was, Oxygen. Yeah, that was a good video. It, it was a good Fuck video. It was a good video. Bitch, yeah, um, I have my money. Yeah, all them testing out the waters then she was no, like right the tests they were the first singles but they all flopped yeah, yeah that's what i mean like so experiments were, were that went wrong it's like you know? sierra and Gogo. it flopped which shouldn't have anyway but speaking of not- have you heard sierra's new album I, let's not let's <laughs> <laughs> so sierra was on the view no wait so sierra was on the view talking about her family i love Ooh. that she shed some tears because it was mother's day and her kids and russell you know that's the sierra we but need you know to what see I now, read, you know though. kelly Rowland beauty products her that promo sierra. for this album has been much better than the last three albums and this, this is what i'll say to that's you why this I'm so what annoyed. I'll say to you. as an independent artist beauty marks her label she's done amazing the promo's been things. amazing she's got on the billboard hot 100 for that like she's done amazing things as an American independent Music artist Wars, the view she's been booked Met Gala that's not really she was gonna come no, she's, a fa- like, she's been a fashion icon she's, 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 she's been, been she's been before yeah Sierra is wait Sierra is a fashion icon yes no but, no, yes. but any yes, celebrity can is. go to that she is and Sierra's always picked up for her outfits she's been, always she's been like always. three times before yeah um, she's gonna be on Good Morning America next week. The View Friday. Yeah, her promo. She's not gonna. How could you not get some new sign? She'll have a top ten what debut. Was the album like? She'll have a top ten mm-hmm. debut. What was the album like? Girl Gang. <laughs> that's that's probably the best. That's probably the best song. Oh, it still sounds shit. Wait, still so sounds it, shit. It didn't bang. No, it's Sierra albums don't bang anymore. Anymore, I can't believe really anymore. 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 I'm glad you said that. Anymore. When she had her lane, they banged. But you know, you know, outside of that. <laughs> Never should have left Jazzy Faye. Biggest mistake of her career. Biggest mistake. Of her well, career. no, Fanny Sirad was still a good album, though. Pardon? Fanny Sirad was a good it album. It was, but I feel I like she. No, but, album. but no, but the psychology of leaving Jazzy Faye, I feel like she was like scared. She was almost like, oh, these girls aren't making music like me. I need to kind of navigate and move into it. Like, My more thing with her is, lane. I just don't get why she's so pent up on trying to be a pop girl. Like, that's not what we want. <laughs> Um, cool guys alright let's do this <clears throat> hello guys and welcome to a new episode of Don't Alert The Stands you are here today with your hosts Eve McKenzie and Nick Terrell and Shopping and it has been an interesting week for me but how's it been for you guys um, so it's been a good week for me um, I got to celebrate one of my friends 25th yesterday really good night um, shout out to DJ Cable amazing set because I have this thing where um, the London scene in my particular opinion in some DJ venues they just play the same type the of Tell lineage the, the same type of schedule 
you know, Afro swing, bangers to, you know, soca, which the is basically five cartel bangers, the same drill songs, the same this, the same that. And it's like, it's not even that the genres are a problem because I love all, genre, those, all those kind of genres, but it's the fact that can we discover something new? Can you dip in some sauce in there? Can we have some future sounds? Can we have some gold link in there? Like, make Clubs it more progressive kind of and what i loved about dj cable is he went to like new york mid 2000s he played Dipset. he played all of these kind of records that i really fuck with early um fat joe you know it was it was really like a 50 cent and not the main ones that you hear all the time like it was questions just, listen mm. um it was like a really good set um it took a while to warm up because he was playing like frank ocean as well like alternative r&b mm, too at the beginning good. it was good but i feel like the crowd there were really like engaged wait Frank Ocean in the club what song was this Novocaine it was like some stuff from um, Pyramids and all that Pyramid oh, remixes that? And stuff I'm tired like of that. Pyramids <laughs> yeah <laughs> so tired but um anyway he was good when he warmed up and got to that kind of midsection he played like some really good records that are um I'd say in the UK kind of underrated almost in the club scene where like when I went to the States last year I went to some day parties and they proper go in like in terms of what they play and stuff so I really liked it. And even in the UK, he played some songs that, you know, um, were like old school hits. Like he played, he played just so much. And I, yeah, had to shout him out and it was a good night and it was a really good night and shout out to Mickey, man. Happy 25th. And yeah, good week for me. What mm. about you, Shopee? I'm tired. Capitalism sucks. Same old, same old. Mm. <laughs> I thought you, oh, okay. Um, oh, you thought, no. I thought you were gonna... <laughs> no. Okay. Um, so yeah, I just think it's interesting <laughs> how much of a role DJs play in like enjoyment when it goes when it comes to going out. Listen, um, even in Nike Town, like for example, they've got DJs there and in Top Shop and all yeah, those places. Top, man, so yeah. like, in terms of being the controller of sounds and stuff, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we need to get a DJ on the show. I'd love point. to talk to a DJ yeah, at we need some to talk point to a DJ. Yeah. and about that scene and that movement and how they questions. navigate it. You have questions? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. No. We got questions. You know, we got and even play people who playlist as well. I'd love to talk to someone who creates a playlist and stuff that gets traction and stuff because we're in the playlist era now. And mm. although I don't necessarily go to playlists like specifically to get new music as well, I have, but I don't mainly go to that on New Music Friday and stuff like that. But some people generally like who I work with, who I've interacted with, generally use playlists mm. and like use them as tools. Spotify is part of the reason so many are on there because they read they um sites their podcast as being the best out of um, yeah. podcast playlists being the best out of all the streaming platforms out there mm. so you know it's a big market djs playlisting yeah quite a few people have actually been asking us for another <coughs> that's pod playlist um i know it's been a while since we released our first one i'm looking at shop and he's looking back at me like why are you looking at me but um <laughs> But I am making a playlist. I am Nick made the first one. Oh, you? D- oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should be oh, looking yeah, at Nick. Yeah. That is true. Um, you made the Christmas one, didn't yes. you? Oh, yeah, that's good. Cool. And I just sit here and you know. Um, um, and was. I am here um, introducing the podcast. I might make a new artist one, guys, for spring and stuff like that. So yeah, let's do that. Um, what else was going to say? We're in spring. Spring summer. We can, do spring. <laughs> we can extend the season. We can extend the season. Spring summer. <laughs> But yeah, in terms of controlling music, like I went to an event recently where I had to be the person playing music and stuff. And for me, and you know the event I'm talking about as well. And for me, that was a bit (laughs) awkward because I was like, what do I play? And I think it's hard to read a room sometimes because people obviously from different ages and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it's quite hard. It's quite a big job. That is true. But I just do feel that when it comes to 
black music, there's just this assumption that every black event, you just, we just want to hear the same Afro Swing songs, the same Drill songs, the same Burner Boy songs, and the same five Drake songs. Mm. Like every- Drake, they rely on Drake. Yeah, Literally, rely, they rely. He is the place marker, and they rely on it. And I get, I get why. Number one, but you need to let's mix it up. But it's, it's, also, it's, it's so funny it you say that because when I was trying to select the music, I was looking at Drake, and I was just like, there is nothing here that I think will set off the room. Like, I don't think there's anything here that people actually like really go mm. in for. And, but, and this is what I'm saying, when it comes to like clubs and stuff and play club-esque environments, my best experiences have <coughs> been at, at festivals or house parties. So Afropunk, the DJs they hire, those are some of the best DJ sets I've ever heard. Like mm. I saw Clara Ampho, I saw Hannah Faith, and so much of other people. And it's just like the the diversity. I mean, the diversity mm. of black music. Yeah. Jazzy B was there, like, because... Yeah, 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 yeah. You were speaking about it. And even my, my, my own friend, shout out to Donnie Sunshine, a good friend of mine. He's a DJ too. And I've seen him um, DJ at his own parties or other events. I went to a party in Hackney a few weeks ago. Mm. And it was great. And the room was set off and it wasn't the standard stuff you would hear. Because I remember we arrived at this party and it was literally the same old shit you hear everywhere every club and then he thought he was going to be able to play what he had planned to because he kind of assumed the room was of a certain demographic or and assumed of like certain things he played was he was like playing like like old school pharrell mm. he ended up playing like a bunch of like anderson pack and future but not like your standard future shit and kind of a bit of and was again travis scott but not what even that even that you don't even really, really hear travis scott in clubs which you think would i I'd imagine you hear sicker mode quite a lot but that's because of Drake. Probably. But he played Stargaze and, and the room went off. Mm. Oh, wow. <laughs> the room went off. And that's what I'm like mm. saying. But, and even Lovebox too. Um, who did I see last year at Lovebox? Shy One, Trevor Nelson's daughter. Killed it. <laughs> I remember me and my friends, we were out in the sun, banging, banging. But if you go to a club on the high street, Oxford Circus is quiet. Oh yeah. Also, go to Soho is quiet. Quiet, yeah. If you go to Leicester Square, it's quiet. Leicester Square's been you sucked. Like their short, club scene short is gone. It's quiet. It depends on certain events that you go to. Yeah, I get you. I get what you mean, but there's certain niche events. No, Hoxton Pony actually bangs. I'm no, not pardon? Hoxton Pony. You're yeah, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, saying, you're, you're saying events. I'm saying clubs. Oh, specific. Yeah, okay, like, cool. So we go to a club. It's not like people hide out a venue for a night and it's this initiative. I mean, a club. Mm. It's quiet. So I definitely want to talk to DJ about that because it's annoying and this is why well club I just, when people say don't go to a club I'm a bit like mm, mm. no not really yeah I think it has to be a themed kind of event it can't just be like just go to yeah, a club special yeah. or yeah. hosted and or like, I only yeah, go to places collective. where it's like R&B or like I don't mind when trap is played like I don't mind it but, but like, if, it's, if it's the whole day mm. like the whole yeah. event I love nah, a bit of trap sorry. I can't lie but so, it has to be a certain type of trap and, and for so certain do I, because Nick thinks I don't hmm I didn't say, I didn't, I've never said I think you don't. I just, I just don't like it ex, in excess. Yeah. It's like, mm. I'm at a club for six hours, I'm going to hear Trap for six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I'm for six hours. But I, I, no. I expect to hear Trap. Like, if you don't give me a little bit of Trap me too. for a moment, I need to I turn up. Too, like, I need to have that whole, moment. And that's another thing, too, this whole turn up thing. You can turn up to other things. There's mm-hmm. like this assumption that you can't turn up to certain else, turn up to certain sounds. Thing is, oh, no, true. I and be, I hate, and I people hate. People think that the only turn up genres we have <clears> right now are Afrobeats. Trap and drill. Oh no, we can turn up to Golding too. But like literally, no but, people, no, but most people don't think that. Yeah, but it's. I think it's because they 
they don't even some people don't even know of Goldling. Like people think he's really big. Like people actually don't know who Goldling is, and stuff. even Anson Pack as no, well. But like, even, no, but even some of our like, bigger artists who aren't in that kind of wave. So, like for example, <coughs> um, back to Lovebox. This DJ played um, Scissor Broken Clocks. People think because it's kind of mid-tempo, but no, but it has a vibe. There's bass. You can vibe, you can rock to it, but it's mm. not. I, I fucking hate that song but, so much. Okay, you need to leave. Broken Clocks. That's the best song on Control. Huh? What? Leave. I love oh. Broken Clocks. Oh. Broken Clocks is easy top five. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry, which one's the one oh. that goes Bright Ideas? Is that Broken Clocks? Bright At the end ideas. of um, the weekend, mm. it goes Bright Ideas, and then it starts afterwards so just check what song it's not broken clocks though i know i don't I know think that. it's that all right whatever whatever song that is i fucking hate that song with a passion <laughs> i don't know what it is i, I really I need hate to go song. check now just because you might be doing blasphemy again but i know it <laughs> oh my i know God. it wasn't broken clocks but the thing is that but my point is oh god regardless if you like the song or not it has a bit of a you can bop to it mm-hmm. people think that you can't the every song you hear has to be like this super high energy vibe. Mm. Like, no, I, not necessarily. I, oh no, no, no! I, I, I won't lie to you. If I go to a club, I don't want to hear Scissor. I no, I get no, but I'm saying certain songs. I'm, I'm not saying fucking supermodel. You're thinking of Gojina. That's what you're thinking of. Oh, okay, yeah, that song. Oh, dear. oh actually, think- that song's not, that's not the song I'm talking about. Is that? That's the one after Bright Ideas. No, which got- song is the one that goes Bright Ideas? Is that? It's the weekend. Uh, it's the end okay. of the weekend. <laughs> okay, okay. So you like you don't you don't like the weekend? No, I like the weekend. So okay. <clears throat> I I don't like whatever that leads into. So Go if Gina. it's Gojina, then yeah. Mm. But the point is, you you're saying things, but I'm saying, but there are certain songs that each of these artists have which you can play in that kind of environment. Yeah, just look into work. their wider discography. Exactly, like, or the I'm wider saying, album. Broken clocks. Thing. The room went off. Mm. Mm. <laughs> no, no, no. People like obviously there are songs that are instantly infectious and instantly get the room like buzzing, and it can not. It doesn't have to necessarily be the one that everyone expects to hear on the club yeah. line. But yeah, like I think a good distribution of everything would be great. Yeah. Like because there's good Afro beat songs even that I don't hear often, and I'm kind of like, why are we not you know playing mm. it more? And even beyond Wizkid's like bait songs, like he's got great songs as well, Mr. Easy, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, like we can actually play other songs that aren't just the exactly. standard major drake even some drake i you know i'm the biggest critique of drake on this show but literally drake if has dip, so many bangers catalog, that are not the ones that you time. play you dip, literally dip right there dip. and go around and like get some songs that aren't just you can your have a good time with drake. everyday kind of standard yeah, we have to start from the bottom all the time we have to hear i don't hear that anymore i hear i hear um what's it called more um Kiki, whoever it's called. Oh, oh my feelings. Oh my nice days. Like DJs, if you're listening, please take it off. Take it off the playlist. Like stop. Now Loki, I'm complaining, but I want to hear that. I want to hear that song. I don't. I don't. You can hear it if you're going through a breakup, you know. I want to call you after the club. Like that's not the mood I'm trying to get into right now. We try and turn it it's summertime. No, but it gets everyone high. Summertime fine. It still gets everyone high. You know, play that in October shit. You know, you can mm. play that in October. But no, I get you, it gets the room hype, but at the same time, if you're a good DJ, you'll be the master of mixing in and in mixing in songs in there we get some blem even blem it had a cheek it didn't have as enough of a club vim that i wanted it to and even when um, if you played it in a club yeah people would enjoy it yeah Mm. this is what i'm saying i remember even when um i was in uni as well like all the way up was like blowing up in america wasn't here and djs weren't playing it i was like why the fuck are you not playing this i told one to play it 
he played it the room blew up i got gas like you need to be ahead and like get some and, of these hits that also, are on the rise as well crazy in love you just take out your sets crazy in love needs to go but beyonce yes i don't want to hear that that's, that's, a, that's what i'm saying needs that's to go. a song for yeah, i was I told by apple care when she thinks she's got vim that's not what same thing with drake Beyonce has best songs you can play in the current environment that will bang, but you still want to go play Crazy Love 16 years later. I get it. It's like, it's, it's a big song. Everyone knows Dash it. it in the bin. It's I done. get it. It's but done. no. <laughs> so, so if you were to hold your own event, what would you play? Oh, like a mix? Yeah, what would be the song? Actually, yeah. What guys would be that song that would make you think, yeah, the room, I got the room. Wait, what song? Yeah. Like one song. We can do multiples if you got that. If you think I think you it depends that. on the venue though. And yeah. the people that- It depends on the people that, Cause yeah. Cause in I've some, got in some places you can just play talking the hardest and people will just go mad. <laughs> Lich is lit. Like, like it's lit. There are some places, almost any place you can play. Yeah. Talking the hardest is lit. I don't I care. remember they played talking the hardest while I was waiting for Tyrus and Ginoan to go on stage. And this is like a group of aunties and uncles. <laughs> <laughs> I, saw, I see videos of people playing at weddings and people are going mad. That's Listen. because our generation has started to be the ones. The national anthem. Yeah, the, the wider kind of ages. But yeah. The London national anthem. I'd, I'd have to think about that. I can't think of like one specific. But if you were to have an event, oh, what shit, type shit, of theme shit, shit, shit. would it have like in terms of music? Mine would be, it would kind of be like future sounds, the alt urban sounds, like your alternative hip hop guys, alternative R&B guys, and a, like a mixture of like old school we definitely know we got the old yeah. school stuff. Do you know what? In my head, if I think of an event that's hosted by Shopee, I can hear Kate Trinada. Like, yes. I, I can just hear a lot of Kate Trinada. Kate Trinada affiliated artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, then you'd go back in time and yeah, not, like, not take like the will. Like, Aaliyah. Yeah. yeah. Brandy. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little bit of Mary J. Blige. That's when I leave and that's when I get the drinks and come back yeah, to the dance floor. Religious. Mary J. Blige has so, played I'm on the floor. Like, you know, doesn't like, respect, like, doesn't I was raised on that shit. Like my mum loves Mary J. Blige. <laughs> it is what it is. Like I don't understand what Mary J. Blige has done to you, but I don't even have listened to an album first. I have this comment. So. But anyway, what would you do, Eden? I'm intrigued actually. I think it'd be a mixture of genres to be honest. Um I think I'd play a lot of I'd play a lot of Gold Link, I'd play a lot of um I think it, 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 it's hard because it depends on the event. I play more for the people at the venue than I would for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it was a party of like, say there's like, this is just an imaginary world, but say there's like 10,000 Edens in the club or like 100 Edens yeah, in the club. Yeah, think of like that. Then I would probably just play a lot of, um, I play a lot of dancehall, I play a lot of R&B, I play a lot of old R&B, um, some 90s songs. Uh, in my head, I can hear Jade, Don't Walk Away. Um, I can hear- um, Some Tadola sign? Oh, oh my god, of yeah, course. that would be like his RB. Like, getting played at mine. Woo! He would kill it. We'll that old, old school Travis. Um, oh, sorry, it's your turn. No, no, it's cool. <laughs> In it, you're probably doing creation. He's, he's here, he's here doing like. event planning. <laughs> so Nick would play this, he would play that. Like, you know what I mean? No, but probably some Maxwell, some Neo Soul. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Definitely that too. And. See, see, you see, listeners, there's options here. Yeah, there are many listeners. options. And like, even like, this is like an obscure Kendrick song, but I feel like, even if you know the song, because that's another thing too. When you go to clubs and parties, you're supposed to like, you know, hear stuff you don't necessarily know, but you're supposed to just enjoy the vibe. Mm. Kendrick's Hood Politics. I don't care if you don't know that song. Ah, uh, if, 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 if I heard that in a club, yeah. I would 
lose it. Yeah, even if yeah, I didn't yeah. know the song, but I feel like even um, Louise and Becky, if they're trying to be black for the night, there's like, always a multiple yeah. array. Does that song have a lot of bass? Hmm? Does that song have a lot of bass? Yes, Does it? Yes. Okay. But my point is, it's an obscure Kendrick song, but that song is made to be played at ignorant levels. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But no. It was engineered. Oh, uh, uh, swimming pool. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm done with swimming pools, man. What was that? Oh. 2011? 12. Yeah, yeah 2012. Yeah, when they do play Kendrick, it's swimming pools. Like, or, literally. Um, humble. Or DNA. Just for like a tiny bit to mix it with something. That's the only. And you might get play. poetic justice if you're lucky. Y- yes. You and that's like towards the end of the yeah. night too. Like yeah, when they're playing yeah, yeah. the last few rap, you know, new school rap songs. Which bangs, but it's just not every day. Honestly. It's not every day. But I'm getting similar vibes from you guys. Like I feel like it would be similar vibes. Yeah, but I would leave out some people that shop. It would be essential at his event. Like who? Oh. I told you, Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Sorry, Mary J. Blige. Mariah Carey's going to make an appearance. She would well. be nowhere she in would. my event. One of the songs. Mary, no, 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 sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. From um, E equals MC songs. squared, maybe. Like, some, it'll be like Club Banger, Mariah. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm sorry. Just, no. Bit of weird. Actually, Actually maybe like Fantasy. Experience. Fantasy might make a like, get in the mix. appearance. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mix it up. Yeah, it'd be like Club Banger, Mariah. Yeah. I wouldn't fucking play All I Want for Christmas. Oh no, remix, that's maybe. Becky. That is Becky. <laughs> no, the remix. Unlimited the, Becky. The, the So So Deaf remix, maybe. <laughs> the So So Deaf remix, maybe. Hello, Lambs. It's fine. Um, it's fine. But no. It's um, absolutely Nick, fine. I'll have a mixture. Oh, God. Um, what would I Afrobeats too, but not the typical. Yes, we love Afrobeats. Like, would you play Afrobeats? Um, I'd probably play a few Wizkid. Mr. Easy, I really actually like. I think I'd play mm-hmm. some Mr. Easy. Um, Burner Boy, he's got, he's definitely oh, got some David Do is well. David, yes, old school. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, so I would play some Soka, obviously. They're going to, it's going to get played to warm up. Mm-hmm. Um, what else would I play? Gold Link, obviously, would make an appearance. Like, come on. I think there'll be a um, lot of new, like, yeah, female MCs. Like, female rappers. Female yes, rappers, too. Yes, 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 New yes, York yes. is my second hope. Yes. So, New York would be show love as well. Rico, nice. Toronto, Toronto would definitely be played. I wouldn't play as much female rap artists as you actually guys think because the audience here I just don't think are that energized and engaged. If it was like a New York event now, oh Malibu Mitch, like they would be all be played like. No, nah, but Megan the Stallion would go off, and so would um, so would oh how can I forget her name now? So Cardi B would go off. Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so would like um, what's the other one you like? Rico Nasty. But if if um, I was if you to play truly, big tees inside of a club, like yeah, if I was to truly hone in on what I, like. I really would want to play like it would be a whole array like of them but I know the crowd like they'd want more main on the rise mm. mainstream ASAP Ferg would be played way uh, more than ASAP Rocky too ASAP Ferg we love Ferg out here J.I.D. would be played Double Rum and Coke Mary J. Blige would definitely be played like some of her old school stuff Boy, Share My okay. World so I'm all of be that drinking. kind of stuff to mix it up <laughs> you can drink you know some dance you know some dance Akon would definitely make yes. some appearances oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. as well Oh, like yeah. come on um, what's that guy's name Cardinal Official would definitely get some players as well oh yeah um, there'd be a lot of artists that you just wouldn't Eve would get some players as well actually yeah, yeah, yeah. back in the do day do you know Eve Satisfaction please, don't, please say yes yeah oh, that's like crazy. come on now um, Brandy respect legends yeah Brandy would get played too Aaliyah love me some Aaliyah too um, it would be a mixture of R&B alternative R&B. Miguel come on yes, like everyone who knows me knows Miguel like um Miguel. 
I would try, but it would be very hard to fit in a J. Cole song. It would be very hard. Mm. But yeah, I would try I and think you insert can play some. some stuff. I think something like Tribe, well, that's not his song, but I think Tribe. No, if yeah. you had to stick to J. Cole, who would you play? Let me like, think. I'd, play I'd probably from force 2014. it. I'd probably force Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2014 is your biggest bet. Mixtape J. Cole. Just, well. just please don't do what the DJs do and play um, the song with Miss Elliott. Actually, oh no, oh, no, God forbid, that is not a choice. That. Um, literally not a choice. What would I play? Hold on. I might for if I had nothing. Would else, ATM bang in the club? Yes. I think so. ATM yeah. would. I yeah, think yeah, ATM yeah. Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um who else would I play? Like I actually to be fair, so would the title track from the album. Um KOD. KOD. Yeah, there's there's like I three bangers on that thing, but yeah. Old school Drake would Ooh, definitely. A tale of play. two cities would bang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That yes. would bang. Yeah. That yeah. would bang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your yeah. role models, obviously. That would be to segue into two different types of songs. Mm. So like, yeah, that yeah, would be. But even yeah. back to the whole thing about RSC doing assume would be a turn up kind of artist. So like Janelle Monet, she has a lot of energetic music, but because it's not in like the trappy mm. old arena, but her music has a lot of energy so i would play make me feel personally for mm. the prince-esque 80s kind of vibes oh it's, funk would be getting yeah. some plays as well funk. as i'm saying yeah, yeah, skin, yeah. my friend's party he played make me feel energy everyone was like yes mm. as mm. i'm saying we need to think about what artists constitute turning up and constitute Therefore, I think there's different forms of turning up. I think there's different no, forms of saying, turning up I, as I well. When it comes to DJs, black music, it's just, it's just linear. Mm. It's like one. I think thing. it really depends on the venue. And Let the me hold you with Get Played. Just have to say that too. Just think. Wait, about so that. wait, Ma- um, by um, Bow Wow and Mario. Bow wow and Mario. Oh, I thought you were Some talking about Mario would get played. No, Ray J would get played. I thought you were talking about too. the Trinidad and Tobago guy. What's his name? Um, Kevin Little. Is it Kevin Little? I'm screaming. Yes, it's Kevin Little. That would get played too. That my point one. is, like, even that's a bit problematic. So, oh no, it's turn me on. My bad. So my turn point is on. about but yeah, the lyric. My point is Janelle and Funk. People would think, oh, but if you actually listen, because you would dance this in your room, but mm. why do you not think that it could work in a club? But, but, but like, I feel like it's dictated on the era we're in as well, and the, and the venue like the problem that we're into. So I feel like even so, the venue I was at last night the behavior of like the crowd was completely different. So we were having dance battles. It was like proper nights. I was getting nineties vibes, like the parties I wanted to go to, like block parties, all that kind of shit you see in the nostalgia films and stuff. I was getting that vibe in the crowd. So if you get, I think it's, and I hate to call them alternative for the sake of like alternative kind of people who actually like wider genres and what's just fed for them through playlists, through the mainstream, etc. Then you'll get that vibe anyway. And people mm. would be more likely to, t- they can turn up to trap, but then they can turn up to Brandy too. They can turn up to whoever gets played, who has a bit of bass, who has a bit of vibe yeah. as well. But that's, that's why venue makes all the difference. Venue though. does. And, and like the, who hosts the event. Because crowd. sometimes you just, you need to go that. safe rather than actually what you think. Yeah, most people yeah, are. yeah, of course. Of course. That's why that's, trap gets and played And that's so what much. I'm saying. My mm, favorite, yeah, they my, rely on my it. favorite um, moments of my night have been, particular audiences afropunk is a particular audience yeah so i know yeah. that these are my people so i'm gonna hear a variety of, of music sounds. yeah my yeah. friend my friend jamel he's a dj so i know his birthday parties it's going to because obviously he has a particular type of friends yeah circle i know it'll be these kind of events these mm. kind of sounds which is and on the flyer, it will specifically say, like, you're going to get hip hop, but you're going to get funk, yeah. you're going to get old school hip hop, you're going to get old school R&B, neo soul, like, and that all that kind of me. stuff. And, and I, it to, I don't want it to be like the same vibe for six hours. I want to have like yeah. different peaks and troughs. So, mm. like, you may have, De- like, that's what I'm saying. Different moods. Give me a night yeah. that's worth my money. Well, what most like, venues do is they have different rooms. So that might be the... No, but even that, it would be the same music. It's a different room in the smaller. Room two R&B. 
Or room to um, dance to one track. But I wouldn't yeah. like different rooms though. Like I honestly just want to go to an event and have that whole experience where like I'm that saying. crowd can appreciate. So like most of my friends appreciate multiple genres. So the same way we can appreciate trap at 10 o'clock, and we can genres, appreciate funk eras, at 12 o'clock. Yeah. too. So even me, like, you know, I'm the uncle of the group. Like you cannot tell me, well, maybe not Eden, maybe Nick. If you play like certain like Earth, Wind and Fire or Shaka Khan songs, they will bang in that kind of yeah. environment because... Remember back in those days, those were the club songs. Yeah, mm. <laughs> those were those were what your aunties uncle. And that's what I'm saying. If you listen to. to those genres and have gone back in that time, you can still turn up in the right kind of people so, as well. So I find obviously I've got older friends; they appreciate that. And I remember even when I was 18, like I got some of the club venues that I went to, and even house parties. To be fair, like they would just capture that that what you're talking about so that moment in the 70s the 80s where the da- um the dance scene was big the funk yeah. scene was big the emerging scene so all of that kind of stuff early whitney all that kind yeah, of stuff exactly that's what i'm saying incorporate people, that people, into the i genre. think our generation well our generation's djs well some some of the, a pocket of the, the ones the dj these big clubs think that that doesn't that's not what people want to hear sometimes it is about taking a risk sometimes you might have to work for five minutes to win them over to do it but i get i get it if i get it as well especially in this market as well this influencer dj market like where it's dependent on the check it's dependent on this it's dependent on that so if you don't stimulate or drive in some kind of sales and stuff like that you may not get necessarily like and you may not get another booking so your reputations are like so i I get get it but at the same time just be be a part of the change. Like you could steer ahead some of the change, and you know. So to answer your question, like my party, I never would have one because no. Um, never say never. No, nice and never. Never say never. No, it's never. <laughs> Never having a house party. I hope that in life, not a house party. You're not, talk, talk, not talking about a house party. Just no one's coming a to club event. No, not your house. Okay, but what about <laughs> when you get your own house? Still no. Oh, <laughs> hall party? No, no Nigeria vibes. Like you know. I'm talking about a venue. So they give you a That's venue. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. It would reflect different moods, as Nick said, different genres and different eras. Basically, he said in one night. It wouldn't just be six hours of of, of the Migos. Yeah, yeah. Or six or <laughs> six hours of Vibes Cartel. Which you, which you and listen, one thing for DJs as well, like, listen, stop saying a soccer session is coming up and you're playing Vice Like, it's not a the what? same soccer, sorry, oh, soccer oh. session. <laughs> it's coming up and it's Vice Cartel or Dance Hall and it's Vice Cartel. Listen, he's Bashman. Okay, or, Bashman, or they come from Peru. They're playing Jason Derulo. Listen, it comes, oh, we ain't going to that club <laughs> anyway. But yeah, I don't hear Jason Derulo on my night, so it's not that bad. It's not I'm, that I'm so bad. Glad we've outgrown anyway, that. It's not that bad. Anyway, and Pitbull, it's not that bad anymore. But yeah, anyway, maybe a bit sean paul on his gentrified to flex but yeah anyway um if yeah Ooh, sean paul i'm still in love that's the one song i play with. Uh, i know yeah, that's a banger no, that's the one big song that's, that's no, the one yeah. song no, where no, no, there's another one that's your opinion no, my, no there's another one um what's the temperature again? No. no not temperature um i do like temperature. continue i'll think about it i'll tell you in a sec i'm and can no listen stop playing to my point about vice stop saying that a bash no bashment he's bashment stop saying that a soca or dance hall session's coming up and you're just playing him please stop it it's not there's genre can, um there's different genres bashment comes from dance hall and dance hall's its own prepare like listen this oh, is what i'm saying and I'm def- play elephant man and okay that's to, dance hall this is another thing too when it comes to our caribbean and african um playlisting and songs can we also go further back so can we actually play some reggae sometimes and and can we actually like play, a bit of reggae can we play some high life 
And even old school dancehall, dancehall yeah. has an array of eyes. No, but I'm saying that, but when it, I feel like the Caribbean is just like, okay, Bashment, dancehall, and that's it. Mm. Oh, one pin just, shot. Just, just give me the light. Shot. That was the song I was thinking of. Oh, that's a, yeah. yeah just yeah. give me the light. Of course you would say that. What do you mean, of course? Of course you would say that. Is that not a banger? It is, but it's, a, it's an obvious choice. And well, so is I'm still in love. No, but I'm still in love, like, that wasn't as big a hit again. as give me a, give me the light. Huh? That's what? I'm still in love wasn't as big a hit as give me the light. Um, but it's still so. one that they rely no, on. No, of course, but you don't hear it often in mm. clubs, but I know that if you were to play that, everyone... No, who remembers that phase, yeah, when, whenever they went to the Caribbean, they played that stupid that. Hold Your remix featuring Nicki Minaj. Who remembers that phase? I didn't hear it again. Whenever they went to the Caribbean in the club, they would just play that stupid Hold Your Egyptian Nicki Minaj. Oh, every yeah, yeah. time. It's a song. No, it is a song. At the time, it was a song. But every day, I'm hearing cigarettes. Like, listen, every time. Hey, yo, every time. Every <laughs> Maybe it was just the Sean no, all the Sean Kings did a Nicki Minaj song as well. Oh, oh maybe, maybe it was just my uni, but Nicki Minaj Trinidad girls got a lot of play oh. on my uni. Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand that. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. <laughs> like listen. Holger was a good it was like I'm gonna let's give it, but like come on, every time. Every time. We just need I th- and we don't want people just to think that black music is just so Small, small, and that's why at these gentrified parties, I'm not, you know, by Sally, they played yeah. the Fifty Cent song. Well, I've been in the club. Oh, cool. Can I just say on. on the topic of Egyptian, play "Beautiful Lady," please. That's, that's all. Oh, song. that's the song you need that's, to be playing that's the only in the club. Song I hear that that yeah. song will make me. That's a good song. That, and the thing the is, dance floor it, has it, to move. It's not a banger. <laughs> it's not a banger. Listen, but do you know what it bangs. No, the dance floor has to move when that comes on. That's me. I love. That's my in the rain moment. My song where the dance floor you have to move. And I actually I've seen you move the dance floor sure quite a happened, bit of times. I made sure this happened last year. Bobby Brown, every little step. You have to uh, move. Oh! I think this was the oh! song that Shoppe gave me his coat. And no, it was, it was like, Brandy Best Friend. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> imagine, imagine, we're on the dance floor. Shoppe gives me, because we were leaving, Shoppe gives me his coat. And he's like, he I'm going. His hands up. I'm he's going like, back. wait two minutes. And mm. he's just jigging whilst I'm holding he's his getting coat. getting his vibe. Nigga, like, what's hold my coat, I'm like, I'm like what's hold going my on? coat. I was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, Brandy Best Friend was playing. I have to <laughs> nah, but this is me. Whenever the Caribbean, when a real DJ gets it, yeah. When you hit me with one of these songs that's really fire, yeah. Even dude, yeah, it, it can it can bang, you know, dude can bang. But it, when you play certain Caribbean songs, you, you just have to move. Have All to. of you, the drinks will get dashed on the floor. Like it is no a decorum. Moment push or be for me. It's true. And all of you, <laughs> Sally, if you even think about stepping into my arena, you will get pushed out of the oh, way. Can we talk about get that? out, Sally? Get out, Jim. Get out, Eddie. What? Get out. Song where everyone has to move. What's your one song? So you, Nick, as it is, I've said mine. What's your one song? Actually, this kind of leads into what I'm about to say. So cameo candy. Yeah. Really? No, no. Can we just talk about it for a second? Oh my god, are we talking about last? Wait, please. Is that your one song? No, it's not. But please don't do this. I can't. Please, please. Can black people stop teaching white people how to do candy? Or the electric slide. No, yes. but can I just tell you something? It's not even us teaching. So some some black people, you know, you want to try and extend the olive let, branch. But let wait. me explain why. Okay, okay. Because if I'm in the middle of doing the dance, why is Jessica, Sally, or Amy 
standing next to me. This is awkward. Trying if a black to mimic Amy's listening, what I'm doing. Oh shit, I know Bear as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Black Amy. <laughs> but why, why are you trying to mimic what I'm doing whilst I'm trying to dance? Like, no, but this is what- Can this, you leave me alone? Okay, so No, listen, but can you actually leave me- This like, is a wider problem though. Like, so white people, it's not even us teaching, they'll just jump in. Oh, so my friend Eden's over here. Sally's just, yeah, it's, I like it. I'm coming in, I'm coming in. And then they do that for, and, um, then, and then they come and do, in Paris too. They love it. So white people just And they come invested. and do colonizers whilst I'm trying to enjoy. Like, can you teach me this? So as soon as niggas in Paris, they're eyeing you up too. Like, I'm about to say the M word. Nick, 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 I'm about to say it. Nick, nigga, 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 nigga. Like, they get so or, excited. And then, and then you'll turn on BBC Any Chris news. Brown song, nigga, 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 nigga. And the dance called Jerk Step or something along those lines. Brixton's or, new shop, Jerkify Chicken. Or, <laughs> Why are people thinking that they can whine to every song? No, 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 no. Black people have this problem too. I've seen certain <laughs> Afrobeat songs. I've seen certain Afrobeat songs where you're supposed to be doing shaku shaku and you're doing why not, why not. No, no, that doesn't look right either too. Sharkeisha or whoever, like, doesn't Sha- look no, right. I'm sorry. I saw this guy used to work with Wine's Irreplaceable. Irreplaceable by who? By Be- Kelly, Ro- Be- Kelly Rowland. Beyonce. Kelly Rowland. Beyonce. Beyonce. It's Beyonce. Wait, what did you say? It's Beyonce. No, what song was it? Irreplaceable. Oh, I'm thinking of Invincible. Oh, okay. That would be just as bad, but yeah. But but this girl, so this- So wait, how- This white girl- I'm just trying to think of the gyration. This white girl and her black man. Well, she can't gyrate anyway. Wait, we don't know this for a fact. Let's not move my ass. Oh, I will make assumptions. No, let's not move my ass. Let's not move my ass. If you're whining to Irreplaceable, you can't gyrate. To the left, to the left. How are you whining to that? Or maybe her- Maybe oh, maybe her hip was moving left. Like <laughs> no, I no, feel like she was she doing was, to the wine to the no, wine. Like she was literally doing like yeah, but maybe, oh, wait. <laughs> yeah, but maybe everything she owned was on the box to the left. Like maybe she was whining to the left. Come on, like give her some credit. No, but you can't whine to irreplaceable. Like properly to the left, to irreplaceable. <laughs> like you can't. I'm just trying to think. Like you know, we can't we can't control that whine to the left. Oh, another thing. Well. Gonna play some old school garage. Let's play that in our clubs, please. That's true. I hear that though. I do hear I some old school really. garage and, and some um, old school um, like rave tunes like that our parents. There, really there are other songs other than flowers. Like there's other yes. garage songs. Hello, Mystique. Yeah. Hello, Craig David. When you were good. Yes. Yep. Oh. Um. Wait, we haven't even gone into listens yet. You know. I know. Like, how long we've we been talking? Yeah. Let's go. This is Joe Budden <laughs> podcast <laughs> this week. <laughs> let's go into listen. <laughs> Joe Budden, the life you're living. This okay. Week. Let, mm. <laughs> <laughs> It has been a bit mad. Though. Let's just let's yeah, let's not do so that. Yeah, so yes, we're now gonna transition consulting. into what we've been listening to the last week. <laughs> Sorry guys. Boy. Wow, we we went crazy. Anyway, yeah. Um so um I don't I'm just gonna say Ari Lennox. I've been listening to basically everything Stolen. she's ever given us. That means foe. That means the new album Shea Butter Baby. Um, I've been listening to just random loads of her old YouTube clips, mm-hmm. a lot of her covers. Ari Lennox, but you know what? I will focus on the album. So, you know, I'm very, very happy to see that this girl who I've been following for since I was in like six, four, yep. finally dropped her debut yeah. album. And it is incredible and me and Nick were discussing it just now like we knew it was going to be good we knew like I didn't doubt it like Faux was an amazing EP and the songs she's dropped in between that like 40 Shades of Coke Grandpa Choke sorry yeah but great but I just heard the album like when when Chicago Boy dropped I was like okay then BMO came like okay what was after that I can't remember but I can't remember but I think you're broke I was like I think it's lost is it lost? There's no song called Lost. Because I haven't album. even been looking at the What's track What's the song list? that says, um, <laughs> no, it goes, I've been lost before. That one. 
You uh, did you do that a lot? I don't know the lyrics like that yet, sir. So. Well, that's why I said lost. I'm really not on lyrics. No, but you say it, it goes like this, but the broke. Was, yeah, broke. J-I-D. broke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Or okay. okay. But the point is, oh, but you remember now. Okay. Bro. Anyway, go on. Continue. So this thing. week's Chopé in Eden debate, like, is now <laughs> this. No, so just moving mad, like. But yeah, so like, I'm, it's just a very, very good album. But saying that, I do wish that there was just a bit more slight diversity in terms of the mood like it kind of just kind of does stay in the mid tempo slight up tempo mm-hmm. range there's only one true like ballad slow jam kind of vibe i wish there was more songs like up late and speak to me but new apartment is a mood i've been is a mood i just love how regular <coughs> she is i just love the way she sings about sex i think it's, she's just great She's just great. And vocally, like, oh, she's just a beast. Well, we knew that already. But um, I will say there are a few filler songs. A few? I thought you just said one. Said one. We just spoke. Okay, there's one filler. Don't be a rude guy. There's Let one, Harry have a moment. There's one filler song, and there's two songs which still need to grow on me. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you said. So the filler is the title track, which I didn't like when it came out on the Creed soundtrack. Like... As Nick said, it does work well in the context of the album. Yeah. But I do feel like we could have just done without that. Like, you know, we could have put Grandpa on the album. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the songs that needs to grow on me are FaceTime and Static. And ironically, those are the ones produced by J. Cole. <laughs> so that's that on that. But the album is very good. And as Nick said, it's definitely one of the best R&B albums of 2019 and probably one of the best R&B debuts in the last five years or so. Half like, decade, yeah. Like, it's a very, very strong debut album. Definitely. So my favourite songs from Shaba A Baby, let's go on our Spotify. Um, <laughs> what are my favourite songs? I'm going to go with New Apartment. I'm going to go with I Been. I'm going to go with Broke. And... You know, let's go for the Thought Jam, BMO. I'm dead. Those are my favorite songs. And a quick shout out to the Faux EP because that was great too. Dope debut. On great, the imprint. Great EP. Um, Backseat still goes. Cold Outside still Ooh, goes. Oh, fire. La 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 still goes. So she's, oh, and Youngling, the first track on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. But, um, and then it's, that's Ari Lennox, um, amazing. Just check her out if you're not, if you're not hip to her. Now is the time go do research on everything she's done even prior to this album she's just mm-hmm. worthy of all your time and next up we have megan the stallion two songs oh i've just been i've been trying to listen to her mixtape not trying but I've, i mean i'm trying to make the effort to check out her mixtape finally but tina montana woo! now that is a song so eden just stepped back because he has the mic headphones and shoppe just obviously blew my head did a madness well at least he didn't sneeze so <laughs> sending um, me <laughs> so wait what did he say what, did he, what was you that because you sneezed and then i went like that <laughs> shop face sends slide digs you need to just talk, talk nigga like, just talk megan the stallion okay so megan the stallion so i've been listening like casually and 
from what I heard, it, it, it has heat. There's heat on that mixtape. Like, <laughs> there's heat on that mixtape. But yeah, Tina Montana and Freak Nasty, those are two songs which I've had on repeat this week, which I really, really love. I love how filthy she is. I love how raw she is. I just love, I just, she's just great. I just, she really gives me, out of all the girls that try and do the whole little Kim sex symbol thing, she is really giving me bars that really give that pure, unapologetic, bold sexuality. <laughs> And I love it. I love it. She's filthy and I love it. So that's Megan Thee Stallion and Ari Lennox. Those are my listeners for the week. Nicholas. Yeah, I was just loading something. Okay. Um, so it's been a really, really good week in terms of music releases for me. Like some undiscovered projects from some of my favorites. And then obviously we have the amazing Ari Lennox. I guess I'll just discuss her first because... Um, she shocked me in a massive way. Now, as Chopin said, obviously I was expecting some good material because the singles that predated the album were just, were great already. Um, and I think that she's had a consistent track record of just being a great lyricist, number one, a great artist, great art, artistic direction, and really working hard from this album. Like anecdotally, when she would ever speak about this album, she was apprehensive, anxious, nervous. She put her all into it. J. Cole was hyping it up. Obviously he is, because he's the front man of her label. But I just think that there was a real passion there for what she was going to release with Shea Butter Baby. And I was anticipating it knowing that there was actually a pressure here to be honest because she is one of the um r&b new girls that have some sort of an eye on her she was at the soul train awards had her debut there last year did quite well and um she's been known from a cult kind of base a cult fan mm. base kind of base to be really um high delivering and high performing um as an artist so i was really anticipating that album i was i was I wasn't expecting it to be as good as it was. I didn't know that she had the right backing, the right resources, the right tools to really maneuver in the right direction to really deliver that step up from foe that we needed. But as soon as I heard um, Chicago Boy, the intro, I knew we were in for something mm. special. I knew that this was a project. And then BMO being the second song, that was a great strategic choice for whoever track listed with her. Um, fantastic, because it instantly is the record to push if you are to push the first record out the gate um, going forward post-release. Ari has a hit on her hands with this record from the lyrical um, featuring in the song to the production, to the bass. Like she is, she's onto a winner. And I didn't know that Ari could potentially have an R&B hit. I didn't, I didn't pitch that in my head as her being one of those girls. But if Same. she is to come out of the gate and into her true form and to reach a potential um, new plateau in her career, this is it. This is a song to do it. I want to um, add on to that point. I 100% um, agree. I just thought she would kind of be like uh, an R&B artist that, you know, she releases a solid album, she goes on tours, but festivals, we don't really yeah, expect her to potentially, you know, break through. She'll be like a feature on songs more so than have her own music. Is that what you're thinking? What do you mean? Is that what you're th like thinking? She'll go and tour, <coughs> collaborate with artists, but her music by itself wouldn't really do that well. Is that what yeah. you're trying to say? Yeah. She would be like, a, like, like she'd be like a cult mm. artist. She'd kind of be like, kind of, not necessarily the same, but in, in terms of for a younger audience, what artists like Lacey, Layla Hathaway are. Yes. Like for, yeah, young, yeah, yeah. for our generation, yeah. she'd be like- Especially the type of music Those consistent makes. artists who are very talented, but they just- Mm, they just yeah, they don't them. ever get to yeah, the moment exactly but mm. like Nick said there are BMO definitely but there's some other songs in there which I think could be hits potentially if pushed mm. correctly and mm. you know sent to radio at the right time but you know from that just 
gut feel like it's like when i heard love galore i just knew mm. that that was the record mm. if anything if the right I think broke up, two is a hit way if to the right well. movement no, no no there's definitely other songs on there as well there's definitely other singles like there's not i'm not saying this is a single um uh lacking album but i think that with this song being second as well the placing of it jesse bernard even commented on it like loads of people were just instantly raving about this song like bmo is it like mm. if you don't make a video tomorrow like mm. if you don't do this so if her team they know it's the song they know they've seen the social media reaction if they don't push something out asap and i'm not you can give it a while but like not if you don't make use of this spring summer moment and that song and the visual mm. and how you push that record you're missing mm. you're missing at the chance to start something mm. you know just like with love galore we saw what it did in the weeks and rhythmic and all of that we saw what happened to it and it just became mm. it just became something a mammoth a mammoth mm. hit for scissor and that was scissors one of scissors saving grace and saving moments in her career to be honest um it took her career to the next level mm. and with ari as i said unexpected i didn't know that she would have that potential but if there's any song for now just for the first to kickstart things this would mm. be it and sorry i have to make one more point sorry. go go I'm, go i'm in ari mode this week we I all are we I, all, I just want to say that um even though I was surprised at how good it was, I kind of wasn't because Ari has kind of always known who she is as an artist. She has a very good sense from her interviews and from her influences. I can tell she's yeah. always like, she, it was never, she was never going to be steered in the wrong direction and she would speak up when she needs to. I think she kind of mm. has always had a great idea of the kind of artist and where she wants to be placed mm. in the music landscape. It shows in the producers she worked with because I yes. saw that she worked with Craig Brockman who if you won't, uh, don't aware, he's very much known for his work with Tweet. Yes. And Tweet yeah, 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 is yeah. obviously one of the most underrated of the last 15 years. Like her catalog is incredible. So when I saw that he produced some of the songs, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, it's lit. Yep. Mm -hmm. Craig Brockman like he doesn't work with anyone else like he he's pretty much tweets guy yeah so to see that he worked with Ari I'm like yep yeah, okay so yeah Ari knows who to source yeah because I'm sure that wasn't Dreamville's decision I'm sure she was like no. I want to work with yeah, yeah, yeah. Craig Brockman and to be fair like I did say that she I didn't know that she would get this type or she has the potential to have a new type of success because of the backing she has but to be fair Dreamville if any label one of the labels that would give complete artistic expression and like that realm to really delve into who you are the likes of Bars the likes of uh, J.I.D. they're all able to explore Omen they can all do really what they want and make the best of that and j cole and whoever helps helm um dreamville and interscope as well that merger doesn't restrict the artist so it is it is really good that ari was able to create this body of work that's just great um i think vocally ari you really cannot comment on ari's voice in a bad way to be honest she did really great in some of her um her mid tempos throughout the record as well i just love her there's something about her tone as i mentioned earlier this season or last season very vintage very it just it just has that merger of being really relevant for the time we're in but just that vintage old school um influence she does in funk she managed to merge the likes of motown influences funk r&b new school r&b alternative r&b as well i loved the land of passions um sample by hubert Luz on um 
new apartment that was one of the best and as soon as i heard it i knew i heard that song before so i went back and checked the samples she sampled quite a lot of songs on this album as well um i'm just trying to pull some of them up postcard love affair by black ice um can you feel what i'm saying by Minnie ripperton so she yes. is an old yes. school and soul. that's not the first time she sampled Minnie ripperton no no no, no it isn't, it isn't. She sampled her quite a few times she's a mini yeah. she's a it's mini through her sam- yeah it's through she her samples so honestly it is just amazing to see ari um gain a new a new this is a new era for ari and i really hope that dreamville know what they have like an interscope know what they have and they really give the resources well, to dreamville help do, do interscope. as well That's yeah inter- you know mm-hmm. like we need the rca backing kind of thing with scissor like interscope need to step in now and um furthermore pr teams etc etc we need to get some balls rolling and we need to get Ari to that next level because yes. she's the, uh, the material is there she's delivered for the first half of the year one of the best projects period that's it two chains as well I tweeted this the other day one of the um, surprising projects but um yeah Ari man great and then another artist I want to spotlight um really quickly is Banks um she released her new single Gimme she is an alternative um kind of act she dabbles in Mm, more pop more alternative pop but she has delved into r&b as well i would compare her who am i thinking of kalila kind of in, in a way like the sonics of that are quite um similar in places as well so her song gimme it's very pop r&b driven um electronic influences in there it's very addictive from um it's very um catchy sorry catchy and addictive from the first play it reminds me of um i think it's my love by justin timberlake um in some of the synths that are used um it's very similar in that realm and ironically i can see banks working with timberland really if she was ever to delve into r&b because i'm like fully and um get immersed in that scene because i think she does it quite authentically when she does R&B um, in her last album The Auto released in 2016 she did quite a few um, R&B um, inspired records or R&B meshed records with the pop um, and I really love what Banks has to offer out of the pop girls and um, alternative pop girls she's really one with talent um, the voice to back it up and songwriting to back it up as well she's a really talented passionate girl I love all of her, her projects and um I'm really excited for where she's going to take this new project. It sounds really different to the altar. So, and she said it's different as well. And she's been really working hard on her sound. So I'm excited to see where Banks goes. Really addictive song. Um, if you want something for spring, definitely give me um, by Banks. I'll, I was going to give you another one, but I've spoken for so long. I'll give it next week. No, do it, do it. You sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Jacoy released um, a project. You know, I thought you mispronounced Jacquees again for a second. No, I'm no, gonna... I'm like, we don't play, we don't play <laughs> that. Up. Lost at C2. It's quiet. Um, anyway, <laughs> Jacoy, <laughs> a Canadian R&B artist, um, released a, song, a project even called 404 in uh, late April, but I missed it. But luckily I saw an article, um, shout out to Exclaim. Um, I think they reviewed it. And it came up on my feed so i got to play it um on wednesday believe wednesday night and this guy is just so uh consistent in terms of the canadian r&b landscape he's one of the most consistent like literally releases projects that are cohesive really work well together in terms of all the songs have a theme or message um really display his vocals as well um he's got quite a softer tone to his um vocal and it's really um it works well with the kind of lighter production soundscapes that he uses as well 
um, I'd say some shout outs from the project are Crazy Girl, um, Deja Vu, definitely Acceptance and perhaps Runaround as well if I was to give um, any credit. And the project is nine songs long, 24 minutes. If you're on the train to work, honestly, easy to play. Again, it's called um, 404 and it's by Jakoy, spelled J-A-H-K-O-Y. And those are my listens for the week. If you don't play Ari Lennox, I'm gonna come and find you because honestly, she's had an incredible album. One of the top um, suggestion of the week if I was to give one. Edom. Cool. Uh, so I got three suggestions. One of them was going to be Ari Lennox, but I kind of realized that you two would probably do it. So I just decided to do three different ones instead. Cool. All I'll say on that is I think it's an amazing project. I've been following her since the beginning, I would say. Um, and it's just nice to see that she's progressed throughout time. Um, she's improved. And the fact that there's proof that you can be an excellent singer and actually make a good project nowadays, because there seems to be a bit of an issue with that. In my opinion, Chopin is looking at me right now. Um, on the mainstream tier, I'll agree. On the mainstream tier, yeah. Um, because we, we were quoting Scissor as one of the first, well, in a while for like, we were saying Scissor was one of the first like women to like do well in R&B. Yeah, 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 the point. Huh? That's not what I said. You said she had the biggest, huh? you said, you, you said, said you were mentioning her like a woman of talent. Oh, oh. No. Are we not no, saying no, she's no, no, let me finish my point. Cause I was going to say that is an example of the fact that <coughs> people who can't necessarily sing that well are still at the forefront of the music for our generation and don't um, get mad any listeners we know it's facts go and play this live she makes good like, music but she can't fine. perform it yeah. it's the case with most people now really sad really sad um so i will look give after you your voice. a list of <laughs> uh, <laughs> no honestly it's like advice it's advice singers look after your voice look after your voice um so yeah i'll give you the first project so the first project is by an artist called devin morrison um i told shopee about him and um my friend elijah was the one who suggested him to me he is an artist from orlando florida and um he makes r&b music and kind of seems to herald from um well, he's inspired by artists like uh, Boys to Men, quite a few 90s artists as well. He, he has a very 90s feel to his music. Um, and I saw a quote from him saying, as long as I'm alive, so will R&B. And I think that is quite a big statement, but Such at the same time- Wait, no, what did he say? What as name? long as I'm alive, R&B will be or something along oh, those lines. Oh. No, but the project is great. And, oh, it does, and it does like- How do you spell his name? Devin, D-E-V-I-N. And then Morris. Morrison. Like oh, Morrison. Like okay, the shop, yeah. Cool. Um, so this project is called Bussin. And I just think every song on this album is good. Well, personally. Um, my favorite on there is Birthday, Bussin, and um, uh, there was another song featuring a woman, which was so called... Joyce Rice? I believe so. How many songs is it? 11. Yeah. Okay. Because I love... Yeah, Just Right. So yeah, so I it's, love it's the with song, Bussin. Yeah. So I think the album's perfect for anyone who's a fan of like 90s R&B or R&B in general. Um, he seems to like try and project backwards of his music. Um, but I'm excited to see how where he goes. He signed to a record label called NBN, which I was trying to do some research on, but I couldn't find anything. Um, I think it's like an amateur label at the moment, but hopefully they do quite big things. If this is the quality they're bringing, I'm quite excited for them. Um, they have another artist called Walter, which I'm going to check out later on. Um, R&B? I have no idea. Um, is the whole album that kind of... Because I've heard the title track and it's like very Jodeci, very Brian McKnight. Can I ask you guys a question really quickly? But to answer your question, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, are you guys like 
tired of like the 90s kind of inspiration when it's like overdone in music like, i think it's i think it depends on how it's done okay um so for example um with devin morrison i think it works quite well okay. because although he is influenced um there is a part of it that he tries to make accessible to like younger audiences so okay. it's, it's not like it, it it isn't it isn't like 90s in your face like it is heavily influenced by 90s artists but okay. he puts his own spin on it whereas i think some people they try and emulate like yeah. older 90s artists like you'll find some artists Ooh. pardon Ooh. um off the top of my head I can't think of anyone off the top of my head currently, but Nick, who you, who you wait, let me finish my point. I'm not referring. I'm wait, wait, yeah, go finish, finish your point. Finish your point. Um, I can't remember my point now. Go on. You make it accessible to today's generation. No, but I was going to say something else. Go on. Say what you're saying. No, I was just, I, did, um, I didn't have, um, I don't have an art. I was just thinking like generally, like um, when you were talking about nice influences, I've just, I was just kind of having, I have an idea of probably how it's going to sound like from a sonic point of view. So I was just kind of wondering um, if you guys were tired of that kind of thing. And I've heard this talk online about like just 90s things being too overbearing sometimes and yeah, like in who? your face and stuff like that. No, just, I, I don't have anyone. I mean, it's not my opinion. It's just like, that's why I asked you guys the question. I was no, just I've, like, I've heard that as well from yeah. quite a few people. Yeah, so have I, um, but, I, but no one ever seems to like mention specific people. Yeah, no, as in, I don't have that opinion. I was just giving you guys what, it just inspired me based on what was said. I was just like, what do you guys I think? think I think the issue that most people have is it kind of holds back progression sometimes. Because although you'll have like music from like the early 2000s or you'll have like music from now currently and stuff, um, there are some people that will just purely listen to music from the 90s or they'll go to an event and be like, why haven't you played music from the 90s? I'm a 90s kid, 90s, etc., etc. when you were born in 1998. But like... Um, oh, shame. No, but it's not. It's the truth. Like you're... you're like for example, I wouldn't... I, I was born in the 90s, like 1995. Same. But would I say I'm a 90s baby? Of course I am, but I wouldn't say my music inspiration comes purely from the 90s. I think I grew up listening to that, but it wouldn't, I don't even know. Let me, uh, whatever. Um, I get what you're saying. I get it yeah. to an extent, but I just don't think that it's, something that's going to run out anytime soon i think people are going to continue to oh no it's the big one of the biggest and stuff time like that. periods that people yeah. use as and this is this is what i was saying I, i'm kind of confused because um the 90s is arguably r&b's golden age but at the same token there are several eyes who are clearly influenced from 80s sounds and 70s sounds so leon bridges is clearly inf- a, a student of like the motown and stacks oh yeah definitely so, yeah you know on that I point on that point of what you're saying, um, I think some people get confused with the times as well because they just kind of assume everything that old was there. Really old that was, is the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or whenever you talk about an artist, uh, yeah, linking back to old time periods, they go, oh, the 90s and definitely the 90s and da 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 Yeah, there is a bit of confusion there for some people. But yeah, back to my listens. So um, after Devin Morrison, but definitely check it out. Let us know what you think. That's pod. Um, there's Lucky Day. So I finally got to listen to him. Um, and you guys were writing everything you're saying. Amazing artists, amazing vocals. Um, good songwriter as well. My and um, yeah, 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 definitely going to listen to a lot more of his music. So I listened to, is it one? Is there's one and two. So yeah. yeah. So I listened to the essence. Pardon? Is it essence? Hope the debut's there. Mm. 
Come so um, I listened to one and one was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the song, Roll Some More. And um, That's a good song. That's a good song. the song after that, I can't remember what it's called. But yeah, definitely check out that project. It's really, really good. Um, that is my second one. And then Skepta, Bullet From A Gun. Okay. So Skepta recently took a bit of a hiatus um, after his last project, Konnichiwa, which came out in 20... 16, I yeah. 17. One of the two. Um, so he's taking a break and um, he seems to be coming back with a new project. This project, I actually like um, Bullet From A Gun. I actually think it's a really cool song. He actually talks about um, his heritage. He talks about his name. He talks about um, the kind of power that's in his name after his mom told him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think that it kind of works in terms of, it feels very Skepta to me. Um, it feels like a very Skepta song, but it feels like he's also, he knows his sound a bit more now. And it sounds like this project's going to be a bit more about purpose um, and stuff. So definitely check out yeah, the song. It sounds like it's going to be a personal project, which yeah. I, I, hope, I hope so. Yeah, I would that hope That last so. album, wasn't it? Yeah. Awful. Oh, Konnichiwa wasn't... There was some song on Konnichiwa that went quite well. Like, Man wasn't wasn't a bad song. Um, I don't what's remember it called? Corn the on album. the Corn on the Curb, I think it's called. That song wasn't that bad. I don't... Shutdown wasn't bad. Re- you didn't like it Shutdown? It was a hit. No, it was, it was a hit. hit but Shutdown was a hit. You know. I To be honest, I didn't expect a Skepta album. I didn't really need a Skepta album again I'm not going to be rude but um, yeah but on the single was great mm-hmm. it did shock me I thought I was going to to be honest because I think that Skepta now and you know people may hate me for this may think he's an honorary member of ASAP Mob like not going to lie but um, now hearing that song I'm like okay own direction mm-hmm. you know we've got a bit of the sonics in place Let's and both singles work well so far so oh, that second single wasn't it yeah, I didn't like this thing. No. I thought it worked well in like from where. When Sonic I saw the title, I, I had an idea of what it was gonna sound like, and I pressed play. It wasn't that. But those are my listens. <laughs> <laughs> I hope the album's good. So um, there is a lot of news on the agenda this week. Um, first of all, <laughs> we're gonna return to um someone that's been in the headlines for the last couple of weeks and yeah like there's just been a continuation from and actually someone we spoke about as well in the last couple of weeks too um you still think he helped tiger i do do you still think graffiti is a bad album i didn't say it was a bad album i said it was a bad no actually no i i actually wait i just didn't say it was quite like there. I was going to say it was a quality yeah. There are bare people agree with me, by the way. I That's fine. Uh, I have my own opinion. Group think is group think, you know, like, um, but yeah, like, honestly, um, <laughs> Graffiti had some songs. I said that. We, but we, I think we all said that last week. He had some songs, you know, just not his best album. Oh, no, no one was saying that. No one was saying it was So you don't album. think, so it's quality, would you call it a quality album? Though? I would say it's one of his, one of my top five for Chris Brown. But is it towards number five? Uh, I actually prefer Graffiti to X personally. I wasn't that big. On okay, X. I'm, I wasn't big on X either, so I can't really make personally. A distinction. And I have more memories attached to like Crawl and some of those songs. Mm-hmm. So personally, it's like a nostalgic, nostalgic yeah. thing. Um, and yeah, so they were good visuals. I in do that think album. it's generally a misunderstood album. Like I like I said, I wouldn't say it's like a quality album, but like I said last week, there are like were definitely some really great songs. Yeah, in there. I agree. The timing of the album was a bit weird as well because it was literally timing. straight after the yeah the Rihanna thing, and well, every song was an apology it was, it to was, Rihanna. It was about eight months after. 
yeah, but it was like every song was like so cold was definitely apology. Uh, it was apology. A good song. Um, Brown's not Brown Skin Girl, Famous Girl was definitely. Oof. It was actually a send for Rihanna. Actually, that was a good song though. Yeah, I yeah, like that song. yeah. But anyway, Nick, new topic. Yes. Um. So you, if you don't know already, it's Chris Brown. Obviously, we're back in that court. Um. Justin Bieber decided to jump in the arena. You know, I really don't care for this guy at this point. But yeah, um, he was defending Chris Brown and... Um, defending him from what? The thing from last week, you know, that... Bad. I thought, I literally thought this was going to include that comparison that he made. But um, we can talk about that too. But yeah, um, he calls his past assault charge a mistake. Uh Oh yeah, enemy reported it as well. He also called the law compared the loyal singer obviously to um, Michael Jackson and Tupac if they were merged together. Like if you were to, to create a lab, you know, like in Powerpuff Girls, the intro, you could put <laughs> sugar great. and spice. If you put, you know, Michael Jackson and Tupac and you mix it all together and then you could put some magic kaboom, you create Chris Brown. I've, I've heard that. That is but before what we did. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard, heard it before. I've heard it too. And I've heard Michael Jackson and Bobby Brown. I've heard both of those too. Which um, makes more sense. Which, yeah, makes <laughs> Makes more sense personally um, and professionally yeah yes yes picking up crack from the floor anyway um justin B- while dancing that was incredible by the way how he did that great but yeah, segue, yeah I know. amazing like professionalism wait what are you talking about so basically bobby brown was performing forgot the award show you all know american awards. music awards in a mid dancing like he was going crazy dance sequence a crack of drop, cocaine, of cocaine drops floor. out and he segues his way to both maneuver with his foot and then why is he carrying it, it on stage because we, back then you smoking you hitting it up wherever whitney was doing it too anyway um allegedly obviously you know well, whitney's really, a state really whitney's a state really at the alleged. award shows though behind the were there any stories i don't know but um anyway let's go back to chris where they met ironically Anyway, Justin Bieber. <laughs> so calling Chris Brown singers past assault charge or charges a mistake in an Instagram posted early this month. So May 3rd, Bieber shared under the post the legendary equation. And it was a picture. If you haven't seen the picture, just search it. Honestly, Chris Brown, Michael Jackson and Tupac and it will come up and it had the images of Michael, then Tupac and then Chris Brown. So and then the caption read Michael Jackson or MJ plus Tupac equals CB. So, according to a comment on the post, Nick Cannon was the original author of the imagery. So, um, everyone wants to wait until people die to give them the credit they deserve, Bieber put in the Instagram post. I'm calling it now when Chris Brown passes away after a long, full life. You will miss what you had in front of you the whole time. Trust me, watch, you will see. The people who have overlooked this man's talent because of a mistake he made, you need to reevaluate. I love you, Chris Brown. Um, so yeah, that was the comment. And um, while garnering some praise, including obviously Sean Kingston, long-time collaborator with Sean Kingston, um, who wrote Big Facts, Little Bro, Chris Where Brown, have you been? legendary. Doesn't matter. He's living life. Marlon Wayne's Jay Balvin, The Game, obviously, obviously. Oh, the Shade Room's oh, owner, gosh. as well as Fifty Cent, um, who responded to a TMZ post interview by saying, "If you don't want to work with Chris Brown, man, f you." <laughs> a lot of Bieber's followers weren't all that pleased with his post aren't you justifying his horrible action saying he's depressed being depressed is not an excuse to punch your girlfriend never um stop with this one one comment read another simply said abuse is not a mistake so the responses continued what if we 
What if Rihanna was Haley? Would you say the same? One person commented, domestic abuse ain't a mistake, especially when it's done repeatedly. I'm sick to my stomach. Definitely unfollowing you. Mad disappointed. <laughs> like, okay. It's unfollow them. Like one person. <laughs> like what you, like no one knows you. But no, anyway. but I hate, I hate when people do that. Like they'll be like, oh, yeah. definitely unfollow. Up, is the button not there? Like, Why do you follow me? Like, you know what I mean? Oh. Anyway, um, I'm not defending Chris Brown. I'm just saying it's a minor point about it's, followers sorry, and all this quickly, kind of stuff. I'm sidetracked. When Mariah Carey posted a picture of Colin Kaepernick, a bunch of her fans were saying, we're going to follow you. And she actually liked some of the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wish she just posted a smiley face, like her smile. I love Mariah Shane. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, so this is in relation to the church's incident that we spoke about last week. If you didn't hear it, go back and oh press the episode from last week. Um, there we discussed the case in full. So what are you guys' thoughts on, first of all, Justin Bieber defending um, Chris Brown, then calling his um, abuses a mistake, and then we'll finally gets to that comparison Oof. that we spoke about so what are your thoughts both Chope and Eden whoever wants to start start you want me to start um, the facial expressions across that entire time were interesting alright so so um, in regards to the statement that we appreciate people when they're dead that is true that is an actual fact we don't appreciate people when they're alive and um it's because obviously you're struck. You actually miss their talent once they're gone. Mm. Um, do I think people miss Chris Brown when he dies? No, because, well, actually, let me just say, in terms of his music, his earlier stuff would be brought up and people would be like, oh yeah, there was this kid sensation stuff. Um, and cause he did inspire quite a few of the slightly newer acts who were like in, infusing, um, sorry, my brain, uh, <laughs> infusing fine. R&B and um, like pop not pop but like he he, pop. he he went through so many different genres throughout his career yeah um, i'll give you that which a lot of people weren't doing like he did techno he did um r&b became a rapper yeah as well and he's multi-talented um but at the same time his career seems to be going downwards in a downward spiral so i think if he was to die now i think people would miss him but obviously that doesn't excuse the fact that he is an abuser and i i also find it funny that most people when they speak about chris brown they talk about the rihanna incident but they never talk about like carucci or um they never talk about facts the other isolated incidents that have happened yeah carucci is fucking trivialized mate and she's seen as a just to clarify box. just to clarify that isn't saying if a man's abused one woman that we should excuse excuse him until he abuses another no woman. definitely not um although in this situation Rihanna uh, I believe Rihanna's forgiven Chris on Brown Oprah mm-hmm. on Oprah they go back yeah on Oprah yeah she, he left a whole career yeah. at home to go I'm not even trying to make it a thing I'm just saying that, yeah you know um, so I definitely understand what people are saying like pushing this Chris Brown agenda if you don't want to work for him then um, you're stupid or something along those lines yeah like, that's, that's that's irrelevant but look you said to be honest. It yeah it's irrelevant because like people should work with who they want to work with and some people just don't like people who abuse women i know that's surprising right definitely not. um and why sorry i've been trying to hold this back why the fuck is the game still talking <laughs> that, that man talks way too much him and 50 cent piss no 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 off. the game is no. another level did you see the poem you wrote to lauren london mm. he wrote a poem yeah oh. about their nipsey and um, lauren london's love Another thing. No, but you wait, know what? No, 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 wait, no, no, honestly, no, wait, no, wait, 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 wait. Let me wait, just wait. say this one thing. The Lauren and Nipsey Hustle Twitter accounts 
Can you fucking huh? Huh? stop there's it? There's whole dedication huh? accounts. There's like there's like five <laughs> like love accounts and stuff that there's like on five them. report on Lauren London's new BC show. Like tell you to watch. There's like it. there's like Lauren Nipsey, kind of Nipsey X Lauren. All of the can you relax? But this is like the equivalent of parody Twitter Tumblr culture. Like literally, no, it I, is. yeah. But it stopped. Actually, that's a point that has stopped. You know. I've actually, There's some I, small, small accounts. No, but I don't but even like, see it that much yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah, I know what you like, mean. That's actually stopped. Can we not bring it back? Because that whole yeah. era of parody accounts for famous people. But with, them funny, hold on, but with the game, the game pissing me the fuck off, yeah. But I will, the poem, obviously, social media stuff, da, 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 whatever. But like, I will allow him to, all these niggas, I will allow you to grieve for Nipsey. That's the only thing that I'm going to allow you know it's a bit weird. Do your, it is weird the poem <laughs> is fucking weird. weird I haven't read the contents of the poem so maybe my opinion will change next week but I'll allow you know grieve you know all of you were actually close to Nipsey and have pictures like we get you were close it's not a reach it's not but he forced. was doing this before Nipsey died though he was moving mad on Instagram before. oh no 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 the Instagram thing that's what I'm talking about but I'm talking about if he's just grieving about Nipsey fine but if you're just but commenting think, and inserting no, everything I think point is that stuff. the game just is annoying why? no he is generally <laughs> he's he's fucking annoying. annoying my point is this if captioned why are you talking that, that's literally it from why, that picture of why you, are you making noise yeah. from that picture of you from the shade room in the park with your hands on some women came to the surface you've just been non-stop everywhere you've been moving mad moving mad um, but back to Chris it. Brown just really quickly I'll just sum up really quickly um, so people will miss Chris Brown in my opinion um, they will miss the music that he made or the kind of image that used to exist with the young kid from is it Tappahannock? Virginia, uh, Virginia, yes. yeah. Yeah, um, Virginia. So the young kid who came up and made Yo and all of these songs and was supposed to be the next Michael Jackson and kind of flopped that. Um, and all of these things that we attribute to R&B because you can't think of R&B without thinking of Chris Brown from our generation, in my no, opinion. You can't. You can't, you can't think because he is, he's, he is at a certain level that some artists are trying to get to. Of but course. he isn't at the the top of some things in my opinion um so justin bieber with the whole um tupac and uh was it tupac and michael jackson Jackson. it's a bit dumb but um yeah i just think it's bullshit i think justin bieber needs to worry about just doing whatever he's doing he needs to he needs to work out if he wants to do the bad boy phase again and pretend to be black like he used to do i don't think i think that's done i don't think that was awful yeah he's gonna come back with christian christian album watch didn't he just release a thing with yeah he released journals part two like something like that but there will be a christian album and remember I said this. I'm here for Jonas Part 2. Jonas Bank. Yeah, I did. But I'm not here for I'm not Christian playing album. the Ed Sheeran song, just letting y'all know. Well, Ed Sheeran wrote one of his biggest songs. That's nice. Song. That's so. nice. That's great. But you that's know. me. Shop it. Um, I think Eden has pretty much got it covered, which is why I said yeah, I think Eden should take the lead on this one. Um, Shope's face right just, now. He's just... Uh, yeah, Eden got it covered. Yeah. Um, and as for the Tupac thing, the Mark Jackson thing, Ha! <laughs> that's that's all I, actually wait look, look itching there's this something I just I just want to know what parts did you extrapolate from Tupac and Michael Jackson that what what parts of their careers or their discographies make up like I get the Michael Jackson thing in terms of the whole I know what it is from Tupac in term, yeah same in terms of the I get whole it. and I can tell you when it happened as well what oh, musically or no we're talking controversy it's that's not, what it is with Tupac it's not music no, no but it's like the thug life yeah yeah it's like and the you know, you know when that started incident. do you know there was this long period where Chris Brown was kind of teasing the release of an Aaliyah sampled song 
um what's it called again the only thing they know the yeah they know yeah that whole yeah but the lead up Which to that was, song it was it was yeah, coming it was out lovely. it was coming out for at least like another six months yeah it was, it was ages it was teased for so long so but the images pictures. that were coming from that were like he was uniting the blood and the crips and yes. people were kind of like oh he's the tupac of our generation and mm. stuff like that and that has kind of stuck with him from then but even saying that before that i did hear a few things um especially when he got in a got in beef with I think it was Frank Ocean or someone, someone like that, and they, there was some, they had a little spat. There was some affiliation with like the Bloods, and oh no, it was um, who was gonna go for um, Carucci? Oh, who was it? I can't remember. Someone went for Carucci, and it was like a Bloods versus Crips thing, and yeah, but that's where it came from. Yeah, no, I remember, and they were like repping it, and where he lives as well, he has loads of like affiliations with him. But also, I think it's the women thing. So there's obviously that rumor that um that long-standing rumor from that woman that two back rape someone yeah two back rape someone forgot her name do you, do you know her name she did a Vlad interview shouldn't have watched it because I hate the platform Vlad fuck Vlad it. TV no, but, no, but I watched it no but I literally I had to watch Fucking it because hate that channel. she hadn't spoken out in like 10 years so I had to watch it gig is, is one of the funniest things you've ever Who? seen in your life Vlad yeah. oh, I fucking hate Vlad, Vlad TV no, so much if you want to laugh Vlad interview. I don't want to give him views. He's just a waste of time. No, but you know, he treats us like animals. You know, like, no, he does. No, I get it. Yes, I get it. I, I watched that years but ago. But you know, gigs is hilarious. Yeah. Fuck Vlad TV. But yes, Chris Brown. What I think Justin Bieber needs to do is just be quiet. Like focus <laughs> on your marriage. You just got married. Like it's fine. Your girl didn't wear a great outfit to Met. You could have helped buy her another one. You know. Um. I just think with Justin Bieber, like shut the fuck up. Number one, just shut up. Okay. You should. You've had years to focus on your dancing you haven't done that you know the gap Chris Brown gave you actually a lane to actually winning by being so um abusive and destructive and you still fucked it up like you were the Does most the popular in terms of like when he became the bad boy like it, it went just down his last like album did very well <laughs> he still does very well but like I just feel like the music doesn't add it journals is great though but like the music just doesn't we, wait just to be makes much better music now than he was when he first came out what do you mean I still don't think it's good for R like R and B when he tries to no, do. But it. I, don't I don't think, think it's I wouldn't good call him an R and B artist. Uh, but he loves to call himself an. He loves to say, "I love him." So inspired by R and B, I want to try R and B. No, but like that. no, but aside from journals, he's clearly like a pop R and B act, which he's always been. Okay, the good the songs by any standard, in my opinion, just aren't great. Regardless, you didn't for, like except for journals, I love journals. Do you like I purpose? love journals. No. You didn't like Purpose? Yeah, no. that's why I'm like, Purpose was a good no. album. Purpose It just bangs. felt very Disney, felt very- Disney? Yeah. We were listening to the same album. Purpose? That's nice. Wait, what songs do you know from Purpose? I don't remember the track listing, but I remember Disney. how it sounded. So you didn't like Sorry? No. You didn't like- Oh, no, You didn't, no, you didn't, no, like, you didn't no, like No Sense? What about I'll Show no. You? I'll Show You. That song's dead. Don't remember that um, one. Don't remember it. You didn't like No Sense? You didn't like- um, no pressure. No. What was it called? Um, you don't know what these songs are, do you? Where have, where have you? I do. I just don't like Justin Bieber's sound. I like um, journals. I love journals. I literally love journals. But any other project outside of that, I just. I'm but not really I, I, a I disagree with the whole fan. take your lane thing because. You're saying like Justin Bieber hasn't been doing well. I disagree with Disney. <laughs> In terms of performances, though, has he really he been doing well? Be though, though. but like no, but the that. thing is, he had so long to try and perfect perfect that shit and it's just always been mute whenever i see him he doesn't sell the apparently great material that he has it's just but he's never been a great, a great performer that's never and that's what i'm name. saying what you can work on that you've got there's so many dancers in the game there's so many vocal traders while dancing in the game which is what just he does. sings better live than chris brown but okay he does can't dance though 
And that's Chris so, Rock, so let's Chris, put it to can, can Chris we put Rock it to the is a better singer than him, but Justin Bieber is a much but is he a good consistent. dancer to match yeah, yeah. it up? Because if he no, was dancing at capacity, you're moving mad. He tried. He's tried. He's tried to dance for years. Why? Justin Bieber. He's tried to dance. He tried to be like the dancer. Yeah, I know, I know. But I mean, like he's the when I when I say pegged, I mean like yeah. When people discuss people like Chris Brown and Sierra, there's a heavy emphasis on the fact that they can yeah, yeah, dance. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look can at, dance. People don't look at Justin Bieber like oh, dance. He's just like this teen boy, pretty boy. No, but he's tried. No, but there's been performances where he's tried yes, to show I ambition. And the thing is, you're saying he's a good singer, but he's never been put to the test at being a maximum no, capacity dancer that. and singer. But my point is, he's never been pegged and positioned as such that's what I'm saying so I comparing him to Chris Brown is a false equivalence then because Chris Brown dances at a much higher level oh. to then have the voice I wasn't comparing them no but you're saying you t- you said he's a much better singer he than did. Chris Brown like no, you said you, he's a you were saying that um, Chris, um, there's a lane Chris Brown open for him but I'm saying that open to him to be that maximum all encompassing pop no, R&B crossover and act that can Justin perform Justin Bieber is not a better singer than Chris Brown but I'm just saying yeah yeah, yeah of course live not. vocals Chris Brown but is. they've never been tested at high capacity anyway we'll drop it So next up in the agenda is a Rolling Stone related music chart. So Rolling Stone magazine are set to launch a music chart. Um, Rolling Stone magazine has announced it's getting into the music chart business, saying that it's got plans to launch five charts next Monday. So from Monday, May 13th. So um, it would have already launched by the time you guys listen. Powered by Buzz Angle, the data company, Rolling Stone's parent company, Pensk Media. Uh, acquired a stake in last year which will be uh, rechristened Alpha Data on that day too so a lot of changes in the business side of things the company made its announcement this morning um, so that was the morning of the 5th or the 7th even sorry um, at a music business conference being held in Nashville. Billboard has been compiling music charts for the last 80 years and on Monday announced the launch of a new global music chart as well. So there's a lot of new charts entering the space, the music space. So the rolling charts will include a top 100 songs, top 200 albums, which will be updated daily, as well as a top 500 streaming artists, um, the trending 25 artists and the breaking through 25 artists, which will be updated weekly. In compiling its charts buzz angle leader jim lightstree i believe um and i uh, said it's big it's bringing a reevaluated weighting to its chart similar to the way billboard's data supplier nelson music uses different weighting for ad support uh, supported streams versus paid subscriber streams the former streams pay um a lower per stream rate than at the latter to artists and labels and thus they each have different weightings with an album consumption unit needing one to 1250 paid streams while 3750 paid streams are needed um but he added that alpha data will also be considering monetizing t- uh okay so this goes into a lot of business depth we'll put the link of the article there can you um, say what it is in a nutshell yeah i can read the quote if you want it's a short it's a short it's a short end to the article but um so he added alpha data will also be considering monetization to apply different weighting for standard albums versus deluxe albums too although the album format is a lot less important today than individual songs in the overall data picture so in that data space it's more individual songs that are winning um so part of the reason to get into the data space we saw an opportunity to pair these brands rolling stone and um buzz angle paints media's head of portfolio sales 
Stephen. Blackwell said, we want to share as much content as we can with readers and the industry. We're in the music business to stay. Rolling Stone is iconic and trusted by the artists. In closing, Blackwell said, transparency is more important than ever. And we feel the artists need to know how they got there in the charts. So we will publish our methodology with every chart because to us, transparency really matters so what are you guys' thoughts on the new rolling stone charts you can speak about the global charts that billboard are introducing as well what do you think about the music business expanding? wait can i just be on i have no idea what this is about be on the billboard charts. Okay. so basically billboard conventionally have been the one of the main sources if not the main source of the charts and tracking music in america um for the last last few decades since music kind of the inception and i would even say a few decades it's been like six yeah, yeah 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 um yeah more than a few um yeah last 60 years the most important the most relevant the one that's weighted in the community um etc rolling stone obviously an iconic publication and um, brands etc they're rivaling that with the introduction of basically almost equivalent the rolling standards. stone charts yeah standard methods um not in niches and i think they probably will introduce the r&b equivalents all that later on but they've they've made their kind of uh, essential kind of so the streaming one the main one the album one the singles uh, and then they've equi- they've um, made it even more kind of fair by doing emerging artists all that kind of stuff and they've made it just a bit more transparent so i can rename the five charts for you that they're introducing you said them already wait but, um, okay so in a nutshell what's happening is they're rolling billboard. stone are trying to compete with billboard yes. for more transparency for being the okay so yeah. yeah okay and they're offering that methodology so usually it's harder to kind of find or been harder to find without before the internet how these attract all that kind of stuff and like what's going on but like as in nielsen data and all this kind of stuff that's how they predict that chart data profile okay. on twitter that's how they measure their stuff but now rolling stone will kind of have all of their methodology all the charts on that one page or whatever um so we can look at what's happening okay to the charts so that's yeah that's um okay rivalry. so basically Basically, it's just an issue of um, having a mon- monopoly in a way. So, kind of Billboard had a monopoly, and yeah. Rolling Stone want to offer. They, they want to, yeah, they want to rival. Okay, I'm always in favour of things like that in general. Um, I don't believe that one space should be owned or kind of um, directed by one particular entity. Um, so, the fact that Rolling Stone are actually stepping up and doing more is good, um, and hopefully, it'll mean that situations like Little Nas X, for example. Um, Why do you make that face? I think that was just. I think that was like a country issue rather than a billboard issue. Okay. What do you think? What, what, so I agree with, I agree, I agree with what you're saying, but I mean that I would say that episode, there were just issues within the country industry and the issues of like racism and discrimination. So whoever heads up the country department at billboard, I thought I could be the same at Rolling Stone. Whoever heads up the country department of Rolling Stone okay. would have similar issues because it's just embedded within the culture of, that genre okay but i agree with what you're saying yeah in general yeah okay what's your point no i was saying no i'm done i'm done oh right (laughs) Um, (laughs) i'm done my point is it's just a quick one really i just wonder when this chart launches will we hold it with the same authority that we give to billboard obviously i guess it's gonna be brand new on monday or whatever but i just wonder over time five years ten years will we grow to look at it the way we look at billboard because like nick said it's been the last 60 years or so like so many artists achievements and statistics are attributed and ascertained by 
what they've done on Billboard. Like whenever we discuss number one singles and number one albums, it's, it's indirectly referencing Billboard. Mm. So it'd be weird now, like, oh, I have the number one album on Rolling Stone. Mm. <laughs> I'm number one on Rolling Stone this week. So I think it's a good thing. I think it's just very much indicative of the fact that the music industry is just changing at a rapid pace. Mm. Because I feel like they're taking advantage of the fact that... I feel like Rolling Stone is taking advantage of the fact that it is changing now. Like we have so many different things now that are incorporated into what constitutes success and what constitutes sales now. Like, you know, we have streaming and everything now, whereas... And Bill would have changed their rules several times over the last 60 years, as you know, technologies have come through. And like, I don't even think radio has as much a big of a um, a portion in how well a song does anymore. But um, that's it really. I just wondered like, will we grow to hold it with the same acclaim and Mm. authority that we give to Billboard? But time will tell. I'm intrigued to see how different the Rolling Stone, for example, Top 100 looks to the Billboard Hot 100. Like how, how how the differences and the charts are there and then how the methodology that Rolling Stone uses is seen. Like if people wait that more, they're like, oh, so we can see that more. So actually it's more valid because we've seen that, for example, Megan Thee Stallion has been traced here, here, here and here. And this is how we track that she's number four or whatever. So I'm just intrigued to see how that works. And the fact that they followed a similar format is in the top 100, the top 200 albums in like their standardized formats. And then they've gone the top 500 streaming artists. I feel like for the newer artists, that will be quite, they'll take that in high regard really easily. So the the artists that win in that platform or on that chart will easily validate it and be like, yeah, like Rolling Stones, like I'm on it, like all that kind of stuff especially the streaming one because billboard don't have as an extensive version of themselves so the top they have have a streaming chart but like i don't know if it covers 500 so it'll be interesting to see like oh i'm in the top 500 streaming artists or something like that and then they have the trending 25 and the breakthrough 25 artists as well so the points where they differentiate from billboard as well i think will be interesting and people will be like oh i'm on the this chart because it's the only existing version of it but for the top 100 i'm really intrigued to how monday looks like the differences in their chart um or if it looks the same if it looks similar then i guess it might be taken as there's no need for it or it might be taken as this is even a bigger reason to validate the the fact that rolling stones look similar to billboard so we can respect both Mm. i've got the double number one on rolling stone and billboard Mm. so Mm. it just gives more Mm. weighting to eyes so it depends Mm. on how people view it does the difference mean more validity or will they want more similarity between the charts for the top 100 to look more aligned? The top, I think with the sales of album sales, that their charts are going to look very similar. Just with how albums sell generally, like the top 10 will look quite similar. But I think where the singles come into play, it will depend on how their streaming rules are kind of mm. different in that state. The albums have more differentiation between the sales brackets that kind of look the same almost. But it's, it's interesting. Rolling Stone, I'm, I'm glad they did this. Whether it flops or not, I just want to see the competitiveness. How will Billboard step up? Will they launch new transparency kind of things to rival that? Will I don't Rolling think Billboard will take immediate action. Will Rolling Stone launch an awards in coming years to kind of complement that? It's, it's, it's good. It gives artists more chances to win i guess maybe potentially it depends how monday shapes up and coming weeks and months but yeah those are my thoughts on the rolling stone charts and that wraps up oh oh, sorry that wraps up a great show so yeah eden i thought we were gonna talk about rihanna no okay um so that is it for today guys 
Um, a bit of a jam-packed show of information. I know the last one was probably a bit of a, a lot to get through. Um, if you do have any questions, just hit us up at That's Pod. Um, we'll be more than happy to answer any questions or anything. As Nick said, the articles will be linked below. Yeah. So if, if you want to check them out, feel free. But we are there if you need any help whatsoever. Um, this has been Donal at the Stands. Enjoy your weeks. Take it Bye. easy.